Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Living in Sync podcast. Did you notice the name change? What do you think of the podcast channel art? You guys, we're going to talk about this today. Why we made this change and why I made this change again in the podcast, I had the realization that this is the fifth podcast evolution that I have done. We're going we're to talk about that. We're, can you believe it? I've had five podcasts in my career in the last decade and I wanted to talk to you guys today about the name change, kind of what you can expect with this type of name change, which spoiler alert, it's really not much of a change at all when it comes to the direction and episodes that the podcast has been taking, but I'm really going to kind of deep dive and have a chat with you on why. So happy Friday, lighthearted listen. If you're really just wanting like a life update, what's going on? Why are these changes happening? Why change from feminine fitness to living in sync? And you want to just really hear something fun, fresh, lighthearted on this Friday, you're in the right spot. Let's roll into today's episode. If you are following this podcast, which was Feminine Fitness Rolled Into Living in Sync, I want you to know that if you're a follower, you probably just saw the new channel art and the new name change pop up. I will still be uploading on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but if you still haven't shared, even with your bestie, your favorite podcast, or if you could do me a favor and go to my Instagram and share the story that I have with the new channel art of Living in Sync with your Cycle podcast. And I really talk about why I made this name change. And then I went into the reflection of like, oh my gosh, this is the fifth time I have had a podcast rebrand, as we call it in the business world. And so to talk about where the name came from really was when I was creating my main masterclass for my Feminine Edge Collective, which is my community for faith and femininity. And I called that class Living in Sync, like living in sync with your cycle, covering all aspects of your life, mood, energy, emotion, creativity, motherhood, just navigating everything with knowing how your hormones are operating and and from a faith perspective, like from a creation perspective. And I called it living in sync. Now, I probably didn't come up with that completely on my own, but I can't call something cycle syncing because Elisa Vidi is, is an amazing person that I have learned so much from, like part of how I learned personally to live in sync with my cycle and my fitness and nutrition aspect of it. The information that I got from her was the first information of its kind. So Elisa Vidi's books, I've read them and I really started my method of learning to live in sync with my cycle from her. So I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I always promote Elisa Vidi's app, the MyFlow, M-Y-F-L-O app, and that is a paid app. So I do think like I, I try my best to really always remember to give credit where credit is due. And with not being able to use cycle syncing, because that is the method that Elisa Vidi created and taught, I just really felt like what's another well-rounded way of talking about 
living in this rhythm, in this routine. I've seen some people calling it like menstrual synergy or cycle synergy. You know, there's a lot of different ways that people are trying to uniquely coin how to operate and live in a way that is cyclical operating from your menstrual cycle, basically. And so Living in Sync is my main masterclass in my Feminine Edge Collective. And then Living in Sync Nutrition is the nutrition format that I have for supporting your hormones based on where you're at in your cycle and with your goals, your metabolism and blood sugar and everything like that. So when I created those two module or those two masterclasses, and then the PDFs that go along with them, I really loved referring to the Living in Sync Masterclasses, the Living in Sync Masterclasses. And while I felt so detached from feminine fitness, and when I read my podcast description and how it was like weight loss for women, I felt so detached from that because personally, I had to do a lot of work around removing my weight from my worth and giving what I weighed meaning. So I'll, I'll kind of touch more on that, but living in sync really to me means living in a well-rounded way and operating in this holistic way, understanding how our hormones affect us, understanding even from the biblical standpoint of creation, God went through the um, the phases of creation, creating all things perfectly and without any sort of you know, we, we always hear like the curse of Aunt Flo or, you know, women suppressing this cyclical nature that we have, but it is no accident that we have this biology. It's our biological blueprint that God gave us. And even today in my Bible study, it, it talked about how on the seventh day, God rested and he didn't rest because he was tired or burnt out. He rested to reflect on his creation and it was really a stamp of completion. And if you guys have listened to any of my episodes on living within the realm of your cycle, no matter what the topic is, I always talk about that when it comes to the menstrual phase. This is not about working so hard and now you're burnt out that you have to take a break. It's really about living in a cyclical way. So you're living with that well-roundedness. Well-roundedness, well-rounded was actually our Feminine Edge Collective October Masterclass, which is still in there and still so great and so good. So that's really what living in sync means to me. And I've grown and evolved out of feminine fitness. And I think it's a good thing. If somebody says to you, you know, you've changed. I think about our high school yearbooks. I don't know about in your high school yearbook, but in our high school, a lot of people were writing in our yearbooks, never change, never change. And now I want to go back in time and be like, become a butterfly, always be evolving, never stay the same, never stay the same. Because when we change, we grow. When when we eliminate things in our lives or change things up, we're making room for new. We're operating in a different way. We're making room for more. We're making room for different and, and to make those changes. And so with feminine fitness, and I get it and I totally understood it from the standpoint of when I was first starting to talk about hormones and how they impacted that it was and still is, you guys, I see it all the time on TikTok now where ladies are creating content about 
working out and your cycle, nutrition and your cycle. And I'm like, I've literally been talking about this for two years. And now somebody hops on the train because they learned about it a month ago and got off birth control a month ago. And it's, it, it is still so like trendy. And I, I love that. But also I'm kind of like, you guys make sure you are really listening to people who are looking at research, who are not trying to change or act like a doctor, basically. Like I never have come on here and been like, you shouldn't take the advice that your doctor says. I'm not one that's like a doctor basher. I just want to give information in a realistic way. So then our cycle and how we are feeling and why we are feeling that way isn't like a wild card anymore. It's like, oh, it makes sense as to why I don't have as much energy today as I did two weeks ago. But these are the still these are still the things that I can do to give me energy and to operate so I am a functioning human in my day-to-day and and live in this well-rounded way. Oops, sorry, I'm knocking all my cords over here, but really, really change the name because I've changed and I'm so sick of talking about weight loss, you guys. I've, I've had this conversation with multiple people. What if we as women just stopped the inner dialogue even of weight? I was at an event this this month, October, well, last month, October, and we were, it was a ladies event and it's just crazy how at ladies events, weight and body is something that comes up. And then I thought of like the guys, the same kind of thing happens for the guys in our community in the month of October. And I'm like, I bet none of those guys even talked about each other's weight. Nobody thought like, man, that guy looks like he's gained 10 pounds. No, no guy thinks that. What if we as women just stopped with the obsessiveness of what our body weighs? And if we realign our wellness strategy and our wellness goals and our health and fitness goals even to not be stemmed around weight loss. Like when you stop thinking about obsessive weight loss and you really let it go, you really release it. I've used my rapid resolution therapy modalities on this and it was crazy that right after I did that and even a couple days after I did that, I was like, what is my brain supposed to fixate on if I'm not fixating on how much I weigh and I'm bigger than I once was and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's wild and it's crazy. And I just think that women need to realize that while it's important to be in a healthy body and, and do things that, that are great for our health and for our wellness, our body weight isn't the only indicating factor of being in a healthy body because you'll hear some other experts. You've heard me say it in the past. Like I've known and seen ladies who are lean, 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 lean. And it is not the depiction of health. They are not at their healthiest, most vibrant self. And likewise, I've seen and do, is it still appropriate to say the the term curvy, but curvy women that are, would be considered like bigger, but they are so healthy and vibrant. And it's not just in what shape their body is, it's their joy and their well-rounded life that incorporates and factors into 
all aspects of health because health doesn't just mean being the smallest body that you can be in, okay? So that's why I've evolved. And yeah, this is the fifth time I've changed the name or changed direction with a podcast. And you guys might not know this. This might just be fun facts where my first ever podcast was titled Misfit Republic. And when I was building and in the early stages of building my network marketing business, we hosted team calls and these team calls were hosted on the phone. Like I had this conference line and people called into this conference line number and I would get the recording from that conference line number and I would put that onto a podcast instead of having people you know, stream it through Facebook and then they have to just have their audio on Facebook playing. I was like, why not just put this up into a podcast? And I figured it out from there. And I think I was one of the only network marketing team team leaders that was doing that with their team calls. And then I started a podcast called Girl in Charge Radio. That was, oh gosh, it had to have been 2014, 2015, because we were newly engaged. And I remember when I was pregnant with, or I had, I was pregnant with my son and I got incompetent cervix. So I was on bed rest and I just in a mental state of not being that girl in charge. Like I, I crumbled in that phase of my life. And so, so much got let go of because I couldn't put on this like boss babe mentality when my inner turmoil of what I was going through with my son, my first son's pregnancy was, it was just not aligned for me. And when it's not aligned for me, I don't show up. And when I, when I, had him he was he had silent reflux and it was just not once again a podcasting type of situation so I let go of girl in charge radio but you guys podcasting always lingered on my heart I listened to podcasts all the time I found my men- one of my podcasting mentors Stephanie Gass on I think I was listening to somebody else's podcast and I heard her and her story and I started the podcast um, Intentional Productivity because I was going through this health and wellness like identity crisis where I didn't want to talk about weight loss anymore. I just I was getting a lot of questions about how I was navigating motherhood and home and being organized and a mom and business and all of that. I was like getting the question of how do you do it all and really my time management systems, which the Intentional Productivity course is in the Feminine Edge Collective for free. So I I really wanted to talk about time management and helping women understand their prioritization of their to-do lists. So I started Intentional Productivity. And then when I started talking about hormones and cycle syncing and you guys loved it. Like I saw podcast downloads just spike. And so I was su- was super passionate about talking about your cycle and, and health and wellness still. So my podcasting mentor, Stephanie Gass, helped me really re-navigate this feminine fitness. And from her standpoint, she is all about finding a micro niche so you stand out. And while now I feel like I've evolved and grown to like bigger than 
just feminine fitness and feminine fitness was not a name or a brand that could evolve outside of feminine fitness. Like even when I uploaded that three, um, my three trip, I was going to say tips and tricks. My three things for productivity is one of, I think it was maybe four or five episodes ago. I'm like, when somebody comes to feminine fitness and they see that I'm giving these productivity and to-do list tips, they're probably thinking like, hmm, how does this work? But for those of you who know me and how I've evolved and grown in all aspects of my life where I am a working mom and an entrepreneur, I have a lot of things going on, but I'm still the one on the home front taking care. I'm still the homemaker of my home and navigating all of that stuff with the kids and schools and activities and the home care and and all of that. And so while I think those of you who know me and have followed me for a long time, you're probably like, this living in sync is just more you. And the funny thing is, is I was holding myself back on making the name change because I was like, I haven't gotten professional headshots in forever. I am the worst when it comes to professional family photos and, you know, business fam- business family photos, but like business headshots because I live in an area where there's not that many people next to me and I have contacted the people in my small local town that people have recommended and they ghost me for whatever reason. I'm like, what did I do? Like, or is it just time management and business systems that you don't have that I could help them with? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I have to get new headshots. And then when I get new headshots, then I'm going to hire a designer to help me create this. And I love that so many ladies are acknowledging their worth But when I was just wanting a podcast cover art, I don't have like I didn't have a vision on the branding and the the text and the font and all of this stuff. I didn't know how to communicate that. And I would put together these Pinterest boards and they were all over the place. Like some of them had like wildflower and earthy tones. Some had edgy and dark sides to them. And I'm like, I could probably tell you what phase I was in in my cycle based off of my Pinterest boards. No joke. Like the flowery ones where it was like wildflowers and sunshine and earthy. That was probably follicular phase, Joelle, whereas like moody Joelle was luteal phase. But when I really thought of it from the perspective of what I've learned in captivating and cultivating my style type, learned from Jamie Baker, um, I was like, okay, my style type is athletic and edgy, athletic, edgy, classic. So I had a sick kiddo home yesterday and I knew I wanted to make these changes in the podcast because I have been blessed with the opportunity to speak upcoming on some really big shows, some really big shows. And of course, when I'm being interviewed, they ask, how can people connect with you? And I always lead people back to the podcast. And I I was like, I've got to make this change quickly because I don't want to go on these people's shows that have huge audiences and huge platforms. And I am so grateful for and excited and nervous <laughs> for the opportunity to speak to these people's audiences. But I'm like, I need to make this change literally now like it it has to happen this week so then when i am doing these recordings with these ladies i can reference to living in sync right so yesterday at a kiddo home 
sick and he was just snuggled up on the couch watching his show and all he wanted was for me to sit next to him and I I sat down on the couch and I was voxering with Julie from PW Planners, pw.planners on Instagram and Lauren Ricks, my bestie, and then Kate Howes and Emily Nichols. Those are like my go-to gals. They are they are so supportive and so encouraging and Julie is like the design extraordinaire. So I was sending things back and forth and Julie really like shout out to Julie really helped me make an idea that I had pop. And even she brought out um, some dynamics of me that I didn't necessarily think of. So I started designing the podcast art and I was going for like tie-dye and neon. But then when I started thinking of my style type, the classic, edgy, athletic type of style, I'm like this, like the, the neon and the pastels, like and I had one that was like daisies, it just did not feel like me. But then I thought, uh, I found this um, old headshot of mine, and I had this like black tank top, and it had lace detailing on it. And I was like, lace, leather, and blush. And that's really, yeah, lace, leather, and blush. And I was like, um, heck yes. That to me is femininity. It's that feminine edge. You know, I'm still going to keep the name to the feminine edge collective because I do think that our feminine edge, what makes us powerful as women is operating in a cyclical way and faith, our, our truth, truth from our creator. And I, I, I absolutely love it. And I love how feminine edge, and then I use the elements of leather, lace, and like a blush pink as my color pop on, as you guys can see, the podcast channel art. So in case you're wondering, like, (laughs) isn't it just so easy to be like, I'm going to create this channel art? It wasn't. And if I wouldn't have had the help of the amazing ladies that are like just supportive of me and my business and my goals as friends and entrepreneurial friends and whatnot, that digital image would not look like that because they were so helpful and gave such great feedback while I was there, you know, really designing it. And I think it took us, I'm talking to you guys as if Julie or Lauren or Emily or Kate can message back, but like, I think it took two hours with playing around with a handful of different design design elements. And then once we landed it, we polished it and now it's out. And I think this is so so cool. So I wanted to kind of fill you guys in all on that. I know we're getting long here. So just the last thing, and I brushed on this uh, in another episode where it's November and I do want to do a podcast episode on sanity for the holiday season, but I hope that you go into the holidays with some special intentions and think about how you really want this holiday season to be for you and your family, not comparing it to you know, other people on social media. I know with the economy, you know, it may be a year where there are less presents under the tree, but that doesn't have to mean it's less special. Maybe you're celebrating far away from family. How can you make some unique and fun traditions that are more intimate, you know, while you may in your heart be like, I I feel sad that we're missing out on some things, but we can do 
these great things, you know, or if, you know, your, your family and your extended family is starting to feel more comfortable with celebrating the holidays and you're excited for those big family gatherings, all of those are great. You just determine which one is best for you and your family and have your back. Once you've made that decision, have your back to spend it in that way. You know, sometimes for us, it's like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a big all out present shebang thing under the tree. But if one year we decided, Hey, we're just going to do things this way this year, my husband and I would get on the same page and we would have our backs on that decision. Okay. I wanted to just share kind of like a, I am so glad October's over. October is over. And you know what? After this weekend, I'm even going to be more excited that this last weekend is over because my, I had a lot of time for solo parenting. Let's just put it that way. Sick kiddos and not sleeping well. I feel like, and this is the beautiful thing about life. And I think it comes with getting older and having more stressors in your life, but also so many more significant blessings when it comes to kids. Because I was talking with a girlfriend today where I'm like, I feel like October kicked my butt and there were really high highs and some really low lows, and I felt like seriously crazy roller coaster ride. There were a couple opportunities that I got like level 10 hype over, and then there was disappointments, and then there was times where there was so much fun. I went to our local ladies' night with an amazing group of women, the amazing group of women. I don't think I have laughed so hard in so long. These ladies are just the sweetest. I won a Kate Spade backpack and wallet. Like what? And it was fun to dress up and they were just the best. While there was also another time where we, it was actually the Saturday before Halloween, there was also another like party group gathering community gathering and my husband just like we had a handful of other factors like a babysitter situation and jace being sick with a cough but sean just was like flat out like i need to recharge my introvert batteries i don't really want to go and he was like you can go by yourself i'm like i am not gonna go out with like eight couples seven couples by myself and be literally the like 15th or 17th wheel i'm not gonna do that thanks but i'll stay home with you and when we were laying in bed he was like thank you for i or i said we were laying in bed and i said you know i really feel like i wish we were out and he goes i was just gonna say thanks for letting me recharge my introvert batteries and it is wild to me that i've been a homebody you guys for a decade you know working from home raising little kids preferring to stay in versus go out but I am in this extrovert era who am I but I love her and she has a great time and it's not even about like drinking for me it's just people I I think I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on this but even introverts need friendship connection and time out and I know it's all haha joke on social media like I love when people cancel plans I love staying home I'm a homebody I am too but if you are in a hard mental space and and um you know really feeling like you are alone in this world start putting yourself into different situations where you're around 
maybe small groups of women. Maybe you start with a church group or you start with a friend group or you join some type of community organization or go to like a group exercise class. You know, if you hit up the Tuesday 9.30 a.m. workout class in your town, you're going to see the same group of women and you're probably going to become friends with them. And it's it's amazing and beautiful. And I've had those friendships. And because I don't go to those group fitness classes anymore, I'm not around those ladies, but we still keep in touch on social media. And they they gave me so much life then. And, and now we have the, these couple friends that we've met and they kind of do these last minute friend group get togethers. And they're the sweetest people for including us and our family in them, especially because our kids are the youngest out of the group. And I just, I love and adore them and appreciate them so much. I still have my very intimate friends that don't necessarily live near me and I keep in touch with them on Voxer. And I think this year, and that was my intention for summer of 2022, was being social. And you guys, I'm changed for it. You know, it's important to surround yourself with positive people, even if it's just the type of person that when you're around them, they give you a laugh. Even when you're around them, it's just to it's just to spend time outside of your little four walls. And while I think, you know, I think of myself when I had a newborn and a two-year-old and a one-year-old and a three-year-old, I don't think it's necessarily serving in that season because there's just so many complex things nap schedules and packing all of the things might not might not have served me like this advice might not have served me in that season because that's another part of living in sync that I think is really important and I I hope I talk about that a lot is it really depends on the season of life that you're in but now that our kids are four and six both potty trained it's easy to bring them to various places no nap type of situation it's it's, it makes it easier to be around others and in involvement in the community and activities and, and whatnot. So it's, it's important for you, my friend, to have the different elements of socialization yourself. Even introverts need socialization. And that's one thing with typical cycle syncing advice that doesn't work for me. When I am in kind of low energy or even moody vibes of late luteal and menstrual phase, staying home and isolating can get get, get to be a very dark place for me. Somebody who struggled with anxiety and depression, that isolation can get to my head very easily. But going out and being around with others keeps me distracted. It helps the time go by faster, at least for me, at least for me. So sometimes that typical cycle syncing advice, whether it's given from me or another person that is teaching on how hormones impact different areas of our lives and whatnot, you may have to tweak it to make it work for you because oftentimes in follicular and ovulation, I have a bright, positive, energetic mood, um, we have a few, you know, a few things like going to church, going to some activities where we naturally have some interaction with people. But oftentimes in late luteal and menstrual phase, that's when I truly do like being social and it helps me pass the time. And a lot of times when you're in social situations, especially with people who are positive and uplifting and really just lighthearted type of 
settings, that's energy giving. It helps pass the time and it's just kind of free and easy to be around. Um, so I hope this was this was kind of fun for you to listen to. There's probably not a lot of tips or golden nuggets of info in here, but just a little chat about the name change and the direction of the podcast. I feel like when it comes to what kind of episodes you can expect on this podcast, they're really going to be a lot of the same vibe and energy and topics, the lifestyle, well-rounded, dynamic type of topics that a ambitious Christian woman that wants to understand how to live in sync with her cycle, the all types of topics are going to be covered here on the show. So if you like this name change, if you could share it with a friend, share it up in your stories, that would mean so much to me. I appreciate it so, so much. And I'm excited for this. And I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. I've got a great episode on living in sync as a stay-at-home mom. As you guys know, the Tuesday episode from this week was for entrepreneurs. And that was very specific. And I know some of you are not entrepreneurs. You're, you you don't have a side hustle or anything like that. And that is okay. Not, it's not for everybody. I'm not one that's like, mom should be hustling their faces off, right? But I do have this well-rounded way of living in sync with my cycle and optimizing my business activities with each phase because we have strengths in different phases. But we've got the episode for stay-at-home moms coming up. I'm going to have an episode for working ladies. And I, I really just hope to help you guys in, in so many different ways. But we will always be talking faith, faith, femininity, living in sync with your cycle, wellness, health, and then like the girl chats and rants. Whenever I do a girl chat my favorite things or a rant on a spicy topic or, you know, just something that I'm like, oh, this grinds my gears because there's, you know, I have those moments. You guys love those episodes. So we'll, we'll keep to those. And I've got a lot of great things coming up for the new year. Come on into the Feminine Collective, Feminine Edge Collective, if you really do want to learn how this can be implemented into your life. If you want the master classes, the PDFs, the exercises that I teach the women um, about how to live in sync with your cycle in a very practical and realistic way. The Bible studies are fire every single month. I can't even believe that element of hosting a Bible study is some of the best loved classes that the ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective are loving. And this community is on an app. It's not on social media. So not the thing with a membership and and I'm a member of a handful of things. Like I am a member of Jamie Baker Style Society. I'm a member of She Works His Way. And I never feel like with membership, I have to be caught up on everything or up to date on everything. It's not meant to be like a course where you learn you learn everything and you're kind of like graded or have an end result at the end of it. With this membership and with the memberships that I'm in, I see it as I go into the group and and yeah, because we live busy life, sometimes we have to set intentional time for giving our energy to that group and to listen to the material that's in there. But 
It's not meant to be like you know everything, you're caught up all at once. You go in and check in on the community. You take in what it is that you want to take in and then you leave. And then next month you look at, okay, what's coming up in the membership for the next month? Oh, I want to make note of taking, listening to that class and that class and I don't need to listen to the other classes. That's how I do things when I'm involved in membership. And that's the same way I feel about the Feminine Edge Collective. When the ladies are like, I'm so behind on all the things in here. I'm like, no, there's no like sped up or behind. There's no pace. The pace is you come in, you learn at your pace, you take what you need, and then you have the availability to ask me questions. Once a month, I even try to go into the messaging system in the Feminine Edge Collective and give a check-in on members. What are you struggling with? You know, what is it that I can help you with? You have questions with something not clear or even just like checking in type of conversations. You guys, I know I can go on and on and on about the Feminine Edge Collective, but I get asked all the time, how do I start living in sync with my cycle? Feminine Edge Collective. Like that is why I created this membership. And the reason why it is a membership is because it's not something you, you know, you erase all the things that you're doing in your life. And now everything in your life has to operate because of your cycle. It's something that is for self-awareness and in starting to learn how it can really mix in to your life. I'm going to stop talking now. (laughs) I'm just so excited for this change. And it's, a afternoon. I'm kind of waiting for my son to get off the bus from school and then we're going to go pick up my second to get him from daycare. So I'm just like sitting, I feel like I'm sitting here talking with a friend. So I appreciate you for sticking around. Leave a rating and a review if you haven't already. That would be also so helpful for the podcast and I will talk to you guys next time.